Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Patrick. It is Thanksgiving week, and we decided to switch it up. Thanksgiving week 2020. Thanksgiving week 2020. What a what a Thanksgiving we are heading into. Crazy times, huh? Well, you're actually abiding by the law. Like you're staying home in your home state. Is I... it a law now or an order oh. or is it a is it please don't see your families and kill them request? What is it actually? I don't know. What do you think it is? I mean, I guess it's just a stern sternly worded warning, right? Yeah, I guess. I find it a little eerie that they're telling us not to see family for Thanksgiving, but we'll go with it, right? <laughs> well, you're actually doing it, right? You're, you're uh, home. Yeah, stay, I'm staying put, just three of us. Um, yeah, splitting a turkey, actually, with another family. I think that's allowed. We'll pass it through, you know, gloves and a hazmat suit and, you know. That's a great know, idea. One of, one of those, uh, you know decompressing chambers will pass the turkey and ham through but no i mean there's only three of us and uh, yeah low-key watch a little football maybe go for a run or maybe not no we'll see depends on, on drink, depends on how much i drink wednesday night <laughs> okay well you were asking me because we were saying sometimes our pre-shows are better than our real shows yeah and you were asking me about my husband's plant-based diet are you seriously considering doing a plant-based diet no not at all like, oh, oh. Like, <laughs> I no, I, but no, no, I, I don't, I can, I don't, you never say never. I, I'm almost a hundred percent positive. I could not do it. I give him a lot of credit. I find it a little odd to be honest. Uh, you know, Dan's a great guy, but a little odd that you just eat plants and need, you know, like you kind of like a squirrel or something. Right. Oh, he, I was telling you, he's completely embraced it. Like, and when I met him, I mean, he ate at Wegman's Hot Bar like every night and CeCe's Pizza. And he is an athlete. I used to be one. Um, he, <laughs> he, <laughs> I, used he, to be. I mean, he's young. What's what's he? 41. Oh, he's not that young. Yeah. I mean, not as young as I thought, to be honest with you. How old did I mean, you think he was? I thought late 30s. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I married older. Well, that was like, that's actually young for me because I used to date really old. So that was, no, that's like a huge improvement. Why, you used to date old, old? Yeah, like the guy, remember, okay, back on my Hot 99.5 days, the guy that was on the radio all the time, old man Ed, that they called it, was like 14 years older than I was. I was like 28. I don't don't remember that. Yeah. He was, what, 42? Yeah, yeah. And he he was divorced with two kids. He worked in finance. years old, though, that's not, I mean, it's older. Yes, much older. It's not crazy old though it's not you know yeah but don't you think like once you go a lot the older you get though it i think it met like i think so, it hold on, at 42 he you you met the half plus seven rule i know i know it was he, he, that's 21 plus 7 28 actually perfect so you were socially acceptable for him oh my god it was not Bare, it was... by one year barely but <laughs> No, he he was a really nice guy, but it just the the age ended up like yeah. yeah. I mean, he'd already had kids. It, yeah, it was. It's like yeah. it, it's mind blowing to me. Like people like Alec Baldwin. Like, how do you have a kid? How are you having five children at sixty? Like, that's so. Oh, you, you know, it's called elite rich privilege, right? No, I'm like I'm I'm being shit. Like, you if you don't have to worry about money. Yeah, and that's how true. Old, how old's his wife? Alcohol. She's like 36 or 37. Yeah, so there you go. So she's, um, you know, she's going to take care of him. 
I, you know, they got cash and there you go. Right. God. Yeah. So, he, George uh, Clooney. It's like, how do those guys, but you're right. It, they just have so much money. They can hire people to do all the things. Yeah. And you know, I'm not saying that doesn't mean they're not a good father. Although we know Alec Baldwin has struggled at that at times. Right. Yelling at, with yelling at his daughter. on. Okay, like on, one time, one time. He'll never said, live that voicemail at, down. I said at times. <laughs> that voicemail will forever. I mean, that was a bad boy. It was, to call your daughter like a little pig and everything. Yeah, was, it was rough. Probably, probably wasn't the best father fathering day in his yeah. in his life, but we'll give him the benefit of that. Although I think he tends to be a nasty guy. He seems it. He's got. I mean, he's punched a waiter or a valet guy, right? Or one right. or allegedly punched one. He's gotten multiple. I've said this to you before. He's one of those guys that I still don't understand how like a bank or an investment firm uses him to endorse based on all the stuff he's been involved in. And they do it all the time. He, There are people, and we talk about this because Mike Tyson's another person now who's kind of emerged as this like podcast guest favorite, uh, movie favorite now, um, who's just had this sordid past, but yet, yeah. He's a, con- he's a convicted rapist. Convicted rapist. Yet, yeah. he's, yet he's being embraced in Hollywood. Yep, there you go. Totally. It is true. It is true. Some people survive. Um, so you guys are you guys are staying home. You're 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 in the Rock City, Detroit Rock City, right? I'm, I'm in Detroit. Yep. I, well, right outside in the suburbs. It looks, it looks very nice where you are, though. What's behind really? it? Is that like a big kitchen or something? Oh no, I think it's a buffet, like a old school buffet. Oh. And and oh. my mother in law has dishes on it. I think. Oh, uh, uh, looks very nice. Oh, oh, well, I'll tell her. She'll be thrilled. She'll love yeah. it. Yeah. So what's on the what's on the menu or the agenda for the weekend? Um, okay, so besides, this besides besides plants. Besides plants, we're you know, we're doing plant based and you know, my husband's making like a mushroom Wellington wrap or something, you know, for so there's gonna be no turkey or ham or anything on the table? Oh no, everybody else eats meat. So he oh. so like my mother-in-law will make a turkey and then he'll make like a mushroom Wellington with mushroom gravy. You know, I we ought to do one of those like <laughs> You need to, your once the pandemic is, is over, like... I'm coming over, Kristen and I are going to come over to your house. You guys should. I want a full, I want like a four course plant-based meal. Honestly, you know what we will because make Because I'm you? honestly judging from, when you say plants, it just kind of like really sets a negative tone. But listen, I love mushrooms and I love gravy. So. I think you'd I'm, enjoy it. Yeah. I love cauliflower pizza. Love it. I know. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff he makes is like really flavorful. It's just, it, it sure. is, I think it's a little more hit or miss than meat. Like I do think meat has a great flavor and you can do so much with it. Whereas sometimes you get a good plant-based recipe, sometimes you don't. But anyway, we're, we're doing that. Uh, not, we're not doing much. I mean, we've just like gone to the grocery store every single day because we don't dare visit. Well, I'm following the law or the order, whatever. In yeah, yeah. So you're... You, you, you technically are not because you did travel. You traveled. I know. And you're having Thanksgiving with family members who you haven't seen. Yep. No, we're breaking all of the, everything that they advise you not to do, we're doing. I know. And and I feel like a I hypocrite. I just want to go on record with that. I'm the law-abiding citizen, and you are not. Who knew? I mean, really, the conservative voice on this uh, this podcast <laughs> is really, is actually abiding by the law. But, you so know. I am officially not an anti-masker. <laughs> well, I think if I've learned anything this year, it's like, why not be a liberal hypocrite? You know, they all are. So. Oh, they all are. They all are. Newsome out there having Arctic char, shutting down restaurants. I mean, come on. 
Well, and Los Angeles County, aren't they going back into like complete, almost shutdown? It's crazy. Restaurants? No indoor indoor dining. Mayor Bowser today just closed. uh, So now gyms, group classes and gyms, no more. Uh, You know, listen, all kidding aside for one second, then we'll get back into our thank. Thankful. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to know what you're. Uh, I just find the arbitrary decisions by the regional leaders so inconsistent, hypocritical. And there, I honestly, there hasn't been one piece of science, data, evidence that I have seen. Yes, numbers are going up. We don't want to overwhelm the hospitals. We get that. Okay, that's fact. But show me where a gym has caused positivity to go up. And by the way, we actually had a, 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 a high, uh, very respected epidemiologist yesterday on one of our corporate calls. Oh, really? Ooh. And, I'm not, and I'm not going to say his name, but okay. very, very, very respected. Okay. And he said it was interesting about schools. He said, think about it this way in Maryland um, or, you know, Georgia or even in New York, the positivity rates anywhere from five to seven to 10%, right? Right now with the, with the spike. Okay. The positivity rate for the New York school system was 0.6.6. So when you're in school, you have a greater, I mean, you have a less of a risk, than actual in the general community. Yet on weekends, all I see around my house is kids playing flag football, kids playing soccer, kids walking, riding their bikes, kids in group eating food on the corner. So it's... So wait, wait, wait. Is that what the epidemiologist thinks? That's where people are getting it? Like if you're in school, you're wearing a mask. No, no. He he actually thinks that school's safe. His point was that... You know, the, the decisions are not the policy decisions aren't matching up with the science. OK, like schools should be open, but maybe indoor dining should not. Now, I've been ranting that indoor dining at 25 or 50 percent can stay open. He was saying that, you know, once people go in, if they sit at their table, OK, if they truly know the people they're with, if they get up to go to the bathroom or grab a napkin, they put their mask on right away. It's fine. Okay. The problem is a lot of people aren't following the rules. And in an effort to probably keep business coming in, many bars or restaurants maybe are allowing some indiscretions to take place in their restaurants in terms of not following the rules. But I, he was like, hey, outdoor dining, it's like one of the lowest risk things you could do. You know, so the, the policy is right. not following the, the, the science, right? Yes, you want to try to slow it down, but you know how is a small retail business or a gym po- pose any greater risk than general community or Target or Walmart or a grocery store? It doesn't. And they've, they've shown nothing to suggest it does. Like a barbershop where both people have masks on, you're getting your hair cut. There's not a lot of evidence. There, there's none. There's not. And the, did the epidemiologist... Or, or I shouldn't say that. They haven't shown any direct. No, he was just saying we got to continue to be careful, be smart, avoid large indoor gatherings, all the things we've been doing. You know, his also point was, and 
you know, he, he didn't say there's evidence to this or, 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 but this spike potentially could have been inevitable, right? It's, it's, Oh, well, you know, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, um, the vaccine is very promising. There's another one that he said, um, he can't speak to, but it's very promising. Uh, a third that, um, should, we should be hearing some news about in the next couple of weeks, potentially. Uh, so, you know, and, and the, other, the last thing he said was, which I found very interesting. The, if you were truly making, if you, if your restrictions were based on science, they'd be much, much, much more targeted. And yes, they may sound draconian to certain groups of okay. people. Okay. So for example, elderly people, you can't go out. You can't go out of the house. Like, sorry, you can't go out. And companies, if you have an elderly employee, you got to pay them. Right. Restaurants to just stay o- home. They, they can Rest- be on restaurants or- can only have okay. 25 to 45 rolls in the rest or f- whatever, like very targeted, specific rather than all gyms are closed. Right. So because actually, if you look at even Florida, which is just people are doing anything they want in Florida, the positivity rates no worse than Maryland. It's like six point four percent. Maryland's at like seven point one. It's actually a little bit better. The death rates in Florida like if you look at the graph over the last two months, okay. it just constantly there was one spike, but I mean it's like down to like ten, twelve, and again, one's too many. But the point is, you know, this correlation to like what California California has never gotten out of phase two, right? Yeah, and yet, yet has had yet they're huge... having the worst spike that them in Texas. So, and Texas has been open. So what like. it's just not jiving, right? It's not, I still feel we don't, I mean, the CDC just came out this week and said, oh, you don't have to basically wipe anything down. That whole, Lysol made made $100 billion and now, oh, we don't have to, you know, we spent all this money with these sprays and this and you got to bring the hazmat team in. I, I mean, seriously, like early April, if we thought somebody was, we had like, special cleaning crews coming in, lock down the control room. and Oh, my God. As a company, your bill must have been insane. Oh, my God. Eight months into it, eight months into it, the CDC's now tells, oh, well, you really don't need to wipe anything down. So all this time, and needless to say, our janitor could have done the same thing. Like we, we didn't need any extra supplies. This Honestly, is we probably had the cleaning supplies the whole time. Like yeah, just, he probably was doing such a great job. Isn't that nuts? It is. My well, wife was my wife was fighting people in like Walmart and and you know Costco to get like Lysol wipes. Now, no point. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? But I got to say, and then I know we'll move on because we, we wanted yep. to say like more grateful and, t- and talk more uh, pop culture stuff. But it's funny in the past like week or two, a lot of businesses and even a podcasting advertising company that I, I've worked with for the past couple of years just sent a note. And they're like, look, unfortunately, given the environment, given the projections, like we are closing shop. And I'm like, holy crap, like it's really getting and this guy's, you know, small business guy has had kind of a. An assistant. Here, 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 last thing on this, what really bothers me as a leader, okay, and listen, I get we elect these people. And unfortunately, I think many are not qualified to lead, right? And yet now they're put into what will probably hopefully go down as one of the hardest eight, nine, 10, 12 months to navigate as a leader in, in maybe our time, right? 
and they're just not equipped. They think they are, but because we elected a county executive in Montgomery County where honestly 35% of the people probably voted and all of them were pretty much the liberals who, who run the county. Now we're expecting them to actually run the county during a pandemic. Yeah. Listen, it, 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 it's not necessarily their fault that they, they're not equipped, um, but they're not. Right. They're truly not equipped. Some are, some are not. Right. And for us to expect that all their decisions somehow are the right ones. And, and I, I, I'm frankly, I'm surprised that businesses haven't revolted. You know, I'm beginning and, to and said, screw you. That. I'm staying open. Come arrest me. I know we saw that a little bit early on with some gyms. I know in Philadelphia, there was a big national story about a gym just kept staying open. They kept cutting the lock and they kept reopening. I'm I'm actually shocked. I mean, it's I, been a horrific eight months for small businesses. And now five, six weeks before Christmas, you're going to start locking them down again. I know their busiest time. And don't you think even if the vaccine rolls out in January, I mean, I still think we're six to eight months away from really getting out of this. Don't you think? Yeah. So it was interesting. The, the doctor oh. that we had on yesterday yeah. said from the time you get the two doses, because it's depending on which one you get, one's two doses, one's one dose. Okay. You're looking around at least six to eight weeks before you even have the antibodies. Okay. So now multiply that. Let's say you're in the third wave. So the first wave, you know, the first, you know, first responders, healthcare workers, probably elderly are going to get it first. I very, and actually, he did say there's a debate within the medical community. You know, the thought is you give it to the elderly first, but a lot are saying no. Go give it to the 25 to 35 year olds first. The ones really going out there and infecting everybody. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's a good debate. The, el- the elderly people can still stay safe. Let's get the masses as quickly as possible those who are truly going out. So kind of an interesting debate. You know, it's politically correct to give it to the elderly first, but it actually may not be the best in terms of distribution for for, for the good of of all people, right? I mean, I'd rather a 25-year-old have it. Honestly, I'd rather have my son have it than me. I can be more careful, right? right? So I don't know. Interesting debate. That is an interesting debate. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. That's good shedding some light on it. And yeah, I mean, I feel like even heading into the holiday, it's hard not to talk about it, even though. Um, and and you know. uh, I said last thing, but I just want to end with this as we head to Thanksgiving. As I've always said, multiple things can be true. I could be very critical and people can be very critical of our leadership, locking things down, shutting small businesses, arbitrary decision on gyms, travel restrictions that are idiotic and have been. And still think it's very, very serious, very dangerous, that you still have to be extremely careful and also agree that we don't want more deaths and we don't want to be cavalier about it. And frankly, we we don't know a lot yet. We still don't know everything about this thing. So the all multiple things can be true. Right. I just to me, it's like these leaders feel they have to do something and they have to keep up with the mayor or the governor in the next state over yeah. and they have to keep up with social media and they feel like I have to do something. So shut it down, shut it down. And I tweeted this yesterday or the day before I said, whatever phase one means, it should mean something different now than it did in March or April. Meaning we know a lot more. We know who gets it, who it really impacts and, 
any phase one or retraction of liberties, yep. if you want to call it that, should be more targeted and really based on what we know and not just, oh, we're back to phase one. Everything's down. You know, can't get you can't get your haircut. Can't go get a pair of sneakers from the local person or buy an antique thing from, you know, the little place in the Ketlands in Montgomery County. But you can walk through a Walmart or a Target or a Costco. Costco I know. Massive and, lines. And, and, at Costco. And, and have massive lines. And that's OK. <laughs> No, I mean, honestly, honestly, right? And it, it is fascinating, I think. And history will be interesting how it sees it. But you obviously remember in 2007, you know, the big economic meltdown that really impacted Wall Street. That really impacted big business. They got big bail, huge bailouts. Here we are. I mean, you see the stock market still thriving. You know, if you have stocks, they've done record profits, which yeah, was, the problem is because small businesses, small businesses doesn't necessarily drive the economy. It's on, you know, listen, know, fortunately and or unfortunately, though? it does oh, suck. It really yeah. does. The, 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 the mayors and, and the county executives and so forth should be doing everything. I totally agree. Even totally if agree. it's two people at a time, three people at a time, you know, sales on on the corner um anything whatever let them yeah help them move it outside help them yeah no i i agree i, I yeah the more this whatever. goes on the more i'm with you it's it's crazy that we haven't had a second wave of bailout and it's just criminal because yeah, you that, know I mean, listen, con- congress is shame shame on both democrats and republicans in congress i don't want to hear they're both i agree in that both irresponsible um you know, we said we weren't going to talk about politics, but what Trump's <laughs> yeah. doing, what, what we we can't avoid it. I know what, <laughs> what Trump what Trump's doing right now is historically dangerous, historically um, just if he had any legacy on any policies or or positive, which he has done. Some, and we talked about this before. There actually has been policies and, and, and things that he has done or has his administration that has done that have worked and have improved jobs in certain aspects of, of the country and certainly, you know, in the Middle East and other things. It's all gone. It's right. all gone based on how he's acting right now. It's all gone. You know what? There's no fraud. There's no widespread uh, corruption. There's no... This demeaning things, a, a ruse. And not only that, it proves, I tweeted this this week. Unfortunately for those who actually were still trying to find the positives about Trump, this proves, or I should say validates, all those critics that said Trump was only about Trump, Trump's a narcissist, Trump yeah. He's an evil maniac. He doesn't care about the Republican Party. He doesn't care about anything but Donald Trump. And it's he, he's validating that for all those people who said that for the last four years. This is proof. And, um, you, know, you know, and unfortunately, I think based on how he's acting and the, the, the and I want to say this, the lunacy and some lunatics around him. Uh, they're probably going to cost the Republicans the Senate and then we'll see what happens. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, that's all I want to say on that. It's just, it's, it's at this point, it's outrageous. Anybody in the media still espousing that this thing's not over 
you're not a journalist. You're not. You're just. Do you see many of those people? Because um, I'm trying to think, you know, yeah, still. I still, I still see some. Okay. I still see some. And, and honestly, I don't even know if it should be covered anymore. Mm. Right. And I will say this. I can only speak for Fox 5. We've, we've, we've way, way limited our coverage of those crazy press conferences and That's talking awesome. about what, what yeah. Giuliani is saying. And not because we, because it's. It's not about censorship at this point. It no, is. No, it's not like, at all. It, yeah. If there were, if, if they truly had documented evidence. Right. Or the Dominion spokesperson came out or there was a whistleblower, a legit whistleblower inside Dominion that says, you know what? Here's a memo from the president of Dominion that said we got to change 300,000 votes. Well, that's yes. I mean, it would. Do you understand that if there was widespread fraud in all these states, it would be the biggest crime in the history of our country? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's and you do have some Republicans, not enough, but speaking up that, you know, there is no yeah, voter fraud. Larry Hogan, our governor, who, you know, I think. Very yeah, yeah, he's up. great. A lot of people like Larry a lot. He came out, he slammed him. He was he clapped back at him. He. Yeah, I know. And, and Trump trying to give Larry Hogan, you know, crap about the nine million dollars spent on the vaccine. It's like the dude was out there. Trump, you know, he he and his wife were trying to get yeah. tests, trying to get everything here. Again, like we talk about, there's going to be a level of error. You know, not everything you spend money on. I said this from on. day one. No one, no one would have held Trump accountable for how he handled COVID because of making mistakes. They, they, they held him accountable. And I think ultimately why he lost the election is because he didn't take it serious and he tried to lie and manipulate the American people mm-hmm. about COVID. And he made it political for himself and for the stock market or, or whatever people make mistakes. If, totally. if Trump came out, even if Trump came out in May and said, you know what, you know, I was trying to, you know, you know, I was trying to keep it positive. I didn't want to like really scare the American people, but re- I've realized now that it's much worse than we originally had thought, blah, blah, blah. I still think he would have won. Like, Oh, so, everybody we've talked to here. Yeah. In Michigan feels the same way. Yeah. He would have been reelected easily, easily, easily. Yeah. And that's where but it went in, left. But in the end, he's lost by the same electoral spread that he won in four years ago and by a lot more votes. Yeah. Than he won. So he 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 tweeted out and claimed numerous times four years ago that he won in the landslide. Yet this year, somehow it's different. Right. So, no. Anyway. Uh, okay. Well, Patrick, have you had time? We're ending the year, which is crazy. Um, so what are you, you know, we were talking about what we've been grateful for this year. What are your, um, what are your reflections and, and gratitudes? I'm curious on 2020. Well, listen, it's obviously been a very tough year for me personally, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with, with the loss of my father early on with, with the pandemic. Uh, but listen, you have a lot to be grateful for. And I said this, I said, you know, one of the silver linings of the pandemic is that, you know, me and, and, and Kristen and the kids and my daughter's fiance and my son's girlfriend um, got to spend an in, inordinate, inordinate, I'm thinking ornaments, <laughs> inordinate, inordinate yeah. amount of time together. Yeah. Um, and really, you know, did things and spent, you know, co- board games and you know, you know card games and a lot of drinking and eating uh but you know so 
so so that was a silver lining. Um, and then listen, I'm thankful that my mom, who got it, obviously um, didn't progress any worse. And get you know, listen, there was a period of time, you know, listen, late you know, late March, early April, when I knew my dad was really bad, and then obviously when my dad passed on April second. I, you know, there was, I thought I was possibly going to lose two parents within two weeks or, yeah. or less. Right. So thankful for that. Um, I'm employed right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll see after this podcast. <laughs> but, uh, nah, they, they keep letting you go. I think you're all set. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully through the end of the year, at least. <laughs> um, no. And listen, and I don't say this just because there are a company, but I think Fox Corporation has been tremendous i think they've uh you know paying our health care premiums now all the way through march 21 i mean uh sorry through all of calendar 21 uh which is just amazing so they've they've paid our health care premiums now it'll be what you know when everything is said and done 20 months Wow. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Our company has been awesome. And and I'm grateful for this podcast because it's true. I mean, you know, you take for granted, like, of course, I'm sure you have thoughts on our union, but, you know, Fox 5 is a union shop and uh, they've been great, you know, as far as like our insurance and, and staying oh, I employed. Love, I so love, I, the, the unions have been, they've worked their butt off. Our people our tech people and our maintenance people and our engineering staff and our stagehands. I mean, they have worked their butt off through through all of this to keep uh, us on the air, to keep us uh, relevant in terms of our news coverage and honestly helping keep people safe because yeah. the more people we got out of the building, the better it was. Right. Uh, no. So, listen, there's still there's there's a lot to, th- to be thankful for. I think I still think most Americans are very good people. <laughs> you know, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And unfortunately, the discourse, you know, hopefully it'll subside a little bit. I'm not sure. Uh, but, you know, and then listen, I think, you know, for those of us who are fortunate to have the means, you know, we're going to do some really nice things for certain families that we've identified this year personally. Um you know, there's a, a bunch of families who are in need in our community that we've identified through through an organization, and um, we're going to really step up and take care of them. That's and, awesome. Uh, to, the, to the best that, that we could. So, oh, and I'm thankful my daughter got engaged. I know, I know. Now and, you're and getting a new. Bo- and both both children are still employed and healthy. So listen, there, 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 you know, there's a lot right now to, to be thinking for. How about you? Totally. Well, I mean, a, a lot of those, I have to say, you're I, still, you're still married. <laughs> that's actually, yeah, that's actually shocking. Yep. Is that, th- are you thankful for that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally. Are you kidding? I mean, I could not do it's no, the best. Oh my God. He, I couldn't do half my life without him. He is like amazing. He's the yin to my yang. He's totally, um, level-headed where I could be much more, you know, off the cuff, way more emotional. Uh, yeah, he really helps ground our family. So it, Yes. So grateful to be married to Dan. Same thing. I mean, I get to spend two months with my mom and brother in Maine when this first all happened. And that was awesome. I mean, I was thinking probably not another time in our lifetime will I be able to go to Maine, hang out with them for two months. Um, you know, when is that going to happen? It's like once in a lifetime, you know, thing, right? Because at some point we're yep. all going to go back to work full time. It's going to be crazy again. Um 
So I loved that. I think, too, just, yeah, just having a job, having, you know, we're so lucky, right? Dan having a gig, nothing is more panic-inducing going through all this. And then you're wondering, oh, my God, you know, you see people losing their jobs. So, yeah, I think, and just grateful for the time to kind of slow down a little bit. Yeah, no, and listen, and you also realize, you know, like my wife and, you know, you you realize through this how you know even more so how much they keep things together yes i think that's a great how much right? people in your life step up and your spouse you know hopefully although a lot of people decided they wanted to get divorced <laughs> but maybe that's a blessing too oh, but I, and i say that because you're right i mean you, you know you spend a you're spending a lot more time together uh, and you know you realize like you know i would get up i'd work out i'd go to work and she would do a ton of stuff during the day, whether it's volunteering, taking care of people, you know, her, 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 when, when she was selling her business. Um, and you know, you come back at night, you have, you don't realize how much, you know, goes into keeping the shit together because certainly I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Believe me, I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you definitely appreciate them way more. I I forget my keys when I leave the house. (laughs) All you can do to run Fox Five, which is a full time, you know, that's a full time job. Well, it is, and and um, but no, but uh, so no, listen. I think hopefully we get through the rest of the year, and you know, this spike slows down, and you know, we we keep you know more less people from 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 you know, unfortunately, getting the disease, and and ultimately, you know, the certain those who are compromised passing away, and then we get the vaccines, and we get halfway through twenty twenty one, and on to uh yeah right whatever the, whatever the new norm is right whatever the new norm is and and how the economy is reshaped i mean we've all lived through challenging times but this is definitely for you know all of us and the you know generation z is like it's a it's big don't you think it's like our i yeah. don't know i don't want to equate it to world war ii but it's like no 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 but it's but listen a it's, trying time for a lot of people it's a trying time and it's it, the thing is, from a from a mental standpoint, it's been much longer than anyone thought. Right, right? I mean, we were all thinking fall. Right, we were all thinking, "Hey, things are going to reopen." I, I, honestly, I I to be candid, before my dad passed, you know, so when it first started early March, March thirteenth, March sixteenth, we got everyone out of the building, and we, you know, I thought late April. Early May, I thought once the weather turned, we'd be in great shape. Kind of like, to be honest, like kind of like a flu season would be over. Yep. And it just kept, you know, no. And you know, then it was the summer. I, oh, I thought once it gets really hot, we'll be. And then, I know, I know. You know now, now we're, you know, listen, I don't. I'm not sure we'll ever be back to normal, but I, I, I think Americans bounce back quickly, and I also think Americans, and I don't. This is going to sound really negative, but some of them are very selfish. They'll be out partying at concerts right away. Um, you know, I I think we're going to be wearing masks probably through at least another fall year. Of this year. Yeah, I agree. But um, you know, that's kind of why my daughter picked May of twenty two. You know, hopefully, smart. And then at that point, if we're still wearing masks, it is what it is. At that point, right? I mean, <sighs> May I, of twenty two. I, I think we'll be at it. By that time, I think a lot of people will be vaccinated. The vaccine will, in a year, will be even stronger, even better, you know. Are look, you going to get vaccinated? Oh, I t- 100%. Oh, my yeah. God. I, I wouldn't even right hesitate. Away. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
I believe in it. Uh, Do I think that this first round is going to work? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know how you feel. I, I would get it, but I wouldn't be surprised if then in 12 or 18 months they're like, hey, like the flu shot. They're like, hey, you've got to come back for a COVID vaccine. You know what I mean? Don't you think it's going to change and evolve so much? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it becomes like a, a yearly thing like the flu shot or it'll be like every two years. I don't think you're going to get these two doses or, the, you know, this series of vaccines you know, let's say May of 21 and that's it forever. I, I, don't, I agree. I, I think this thing will be around, but I think it'll be um, in pockets. I think, I, I think it'll become the flu. You know, we always, you know, a lot of people thought it was a stronger flu, which turned much, much, much worse than the flu. But I'm hopeful at worst, that's what it becomes, right? We just, you're living it, live, there's going to be anti-vaxxers. There's going to be people who. Sure, that are never going to, you know, never no, listen, going to do People it. who get the flu vaccine and still get the flu. I do think there's going to be. Sure. I think the elderly community, like with the flu, still going to have to be very careful um, and and still watch. I think, you know, if I was 70 years old, I'd probably, I might wear a mask even in 2022. I don't know, right? Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what that. Uh, what any pop culture stuff out well, there? I was going to say, you know, you always love Philadelphia, and um, you know, Philly has provided us some comedic relief over the past two days. You have seen the Wawa fight, right? You've seen this trending video where the guy. I have no. I have not. What? Oh my god, sorry. Treat yourself today to it's trending on Twitter. Our, you know, our friends at Barstool, of course, are going bananas. Oh. Have you seen these two guys in a Wawa fighting? And sadly, one man's pants comes down around his ankles, and yet he doesn't even stop to pull up his pants. They just keep – it is – and it goes on and on, and people try to break it up, but they really what can't. Are, what are they fighting about? Oh, oh, no. I mean, probably an egg sandwich, you know? Yeah, I mean right. – and then when they hear the cops are coming, they, they get off of each other, and then they pull up their pants, and they ex- – I got to go just, watch it. I okay, haven't seen it. And then I also, you know, Philadelphia never disappoints. You've seen all the mob, uh, you know, alleged mob arrests, right? Of Tony yeah, Meatballs yeah, yeah. and all these people that have these epic nicknames. Um, obviously, we're not advocating for the mob, but, you know, uh, they're never shortage well, of fascinating you, names. You mentioned Barstool. Obviously, I'm a huge fan. I follow one by uh, Portnoy's Pizza Reviews. Portnoy's by the way, I actually enjoy every him. Time so I watch the pizza reviews, especially like in like a Philly or Baltimore or or uh, you know New York, I want literally I want to get in the car and drive two and a half hours to Philadelphia. Really? Like the like, there's some fantastic. Like we don't have that here. Pizza's terrible in DC. I Utterly agree. terrible. Wait, and you know what else is really bad, Dan? And I've decided to is bagels. Like, do you have like a really good? You've lived in New York City. I mean, you there's can't both. even compare. So the second best, actually, you're going to laugh, but to me, the best bagel place that I go to now is in Shalot, North Carolina. It's called Bagel Docks. He's an ex-New Jersey guy, uh, knows how to bake his butt off with bagels. They're fresh, they're soft. Okay, well. They're, they're boiled the way you should do it. He even has Taylor ham or pork roll, as some say. We call it Taylor ham. So, uh, no, there's no good bagels in this area. I know. And there's no good pizza. I mean, there's a couple pieces. There's a, pl- there's a place here called Jamelli's near us. It's, it's good. But, I mean, these cities, like real cities, have pizza place after pizza. D.C. is like 
We it's have either foofy food or <laughs> or like cheap ramen crap, right? There, there's no in between in DC. There's no corner bars. There's no great pizza places. The suburbs food sucks in this area, for the most part. Um, not really. Uh, you know, hey, I, listen, I can I, agree with you. I'm living in Leesburg, and it, it's really hard. You know, again, we try to support local restaurants a couple yeah. nights a week. It is very difficult to find just unique cuisine that you really like. It's it is. It's hard. It's it, hard. it really is. I mean, listen, we have our same three places. I look at my American Express bill at the end of every month. It's like the same three places, and, and we try other places, and it's just it's like. You know, and, not- you know, the thing that you miss in D.C. is you don't have a second or third generation pizza shop. You don't have a second, third oh. generation restaurant, you know, where you go into the old Italian, old school where the grandparents started it. You know, you don't have that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, you go downtown, you go D.C., not downtown, but D.C., to Amy's, like good pizza. There's some. Yeah. You know, there, there's some pop up places that are decent. But it's tough. It really is tough. You know, to find really authentic, even Italian food, like, like, it ain't the old school Italians. Yeah, I know, I know. They. <laughs> oh, I mean, listen. If I'm going to try to look for really good pizza, I'll drive to Baltimore, or I'll, you know. Yeah, it's something about I, what. Well, DC's just—it's a political town, right? It's just such a. I don't know. You know, it's it's you a state think, town. You think it's, when having people from all over the country here, very transient community, there would be like some fantastic pizza places i'm trying to think of them i know and t- have you guys tried timber pizza yet a lot of people rave about that i don't even know that i have I've had not that. but when you when you see like lists where no offense but Lido's pizza is like top <laughs> like you got you got i mean it's 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 fine on a like drunken night it, as dave portnoy would say it's drunken pizza <laughs> I wonder if although i will say Lido Lido's is excellent cold it's one of the better cold pizzas, like the morning after. Is that a compliment? I don't really know. I'm not sure, but at least it's something, right? Right. Can we just make note? I like how we started out this podcast grateful, and then we've ended on just shitting on every food establishment. No, I mean, I, I just Wait, you like, called me last night. You're like, we're doing a gratitude podcast. It's going to be positive, and then we've gone out on. You know what? There is not a good restaurant. Oh my god! Oh, is this your dog? They uh, had a Savannah. Savannah, Savannah lives the life. These, I know your animals. I mean, my God, when they go to the vet, they're getting into a Mercedes. I mean, it's just like, (laughs) like they are living the life, you know, although they got, although they got to jump up. So now we got like a ramp. They have to walk up, which of course you did. Savannah hates it. And she almost falls off the ramp. It's like a whole, like (laughs) these dogs get a ramp to get into a Mercedes to go to a bougie veterinarian clinic. Oh, our vet is so expensive too. Jesus. Oh, I can only imagine. I'm sure one shot for these things to deworm them is $500. I mean, walk in and they're like, these animals live the life. Um, All right. So Sarah, listen, have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Tell Dan, have a great Thanksgiving. Your family, uh, love doing the podcast with you. I'm thankful for that, by the way. Well, look, I am too. This podcast has been great. And honestly, I mean, I say this to you and Paul McGonigal and, and Kyle, but over the years, you guys have given me a chance to do all kinds of crazy shit. You know, we started, remember, um, I still have yeah. a key card podcast, oh, which kicked and, off. Or, or that show without a host, the voice where you, you were, you, you were part of. <laughs> wait, was that the one with, um, wait, what was that? Remember, was we, tra- we tried different topic one remember 
It didn't go far. <laughs> I was going to say it didn't get picked up. But anyway, I am, I'm so grateful because, you know, a lot of TV stations do not let you do that. You know, they have one formula. You guys try things outside the box. It's been, it's awesome. And, uh, you know, you better stay employed for another couple of years. So until Locking I start. Wood right now. Yes. Until I get the job with Fox LA, you better stay <laughs> employed. Yeah, okay? and then hopefully, you know, the the new building will be fantastic once we get in it. I know it, it's going to be awesome. That's going to be so exciting. I mean, I don't know how many people will be there, but yeah. Whew. All right, so All right. Enjoy, enjoy your uh, weeds and mushrooms. We will, Patrick. Um, health, happiness to your family. Have a blast on your Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you All soon. Right. And we'll talk next week. <laughs> Bye.